Hey guys, welcome to episode number 18 of the Mind, Muscle, and Soul podcast. Uh, the, today I'm uh, recording this. It is uh, Monday, uh, February 4th, I think, February 4th. Uh, either way, it's the day after the Super Bowl. Uh, so I know this, this podcast isn't going to be released until Friday, but I wanted to... Uh, talk about uh, the Super Bowl since it's pretty relevant and it just happened yesterday, at least at the point of this recording. Uh, I have a couple of reflections about uh, about the game and obviously being a training podcast, uh, it's about um, you know about training and about the physical preparation of uh, of, of the athletes, um, not only on the field uh, but you know the controversial, I guess controversial halftime show with uh, Shakira and J-Lo. Now, I say it's controversial because I guess there's a lot of um, people, uh, particularly women, who are kind of talking trash about the show, I guess being too sexual or um, revealing or or whatnot, and there's a lot of shaming going on um, because both those women, uh, both Shakira and JLo, you know, obviously showed off their bodies, which is uh, a part of our culture nowadays anyway. Uh, but, um, being on the big stage like that with them showing off their bodies, but I, I took it as a different approach and I looked at it differently. Um, you know, they, both these women are older, not saying they're old, but they're both older. I, I believe uh, Shakira is 43 and JLo is 50. But if you were to look at both of their bodies, they both look uh, absolutely amazing. I don't think anyone could deny that. And it, to me, is a tribute to both of their hard work um, that they both put in in the gym, uh, not only preparing for the halftime show, but on a regular basis, on a consistent basis. And, uh, that's, that's basically, um, one of the things that I really want to point out is that age in reality is just a number. Yes. I do understand that as you get older, it is very, very difficult to attain the results that, that you're looking to get. But both of these women have been training for a very long time and staying consistent at it for a very long time. Uh, I know that their profession relies on, on, um, at least part of it, part of their profession relies on their look. And, you know, a lot of people, especially the haters out there, will say, well, they have all the resources and the time to do it. But if you know anything about um, either one of their, their schedules in their life, they're both extremely busy people that are constantly doing things um, to, to better their, their profession, their professional life, to better their image, um, and it requires a lot of hard work and dedication for that. So I'd like to start off with this by just giving both of them credit. You know, instead of making excuses as a lot of people do, um, and at least a lot of general, quote unquote, general population type people do, saying, I don't have the time, I don't have the energy, I don't have the resources. Instead of making those excuses, they 
make their training a priority in their life. Okay. Now I did a little research, uh, before recording this show on both of their workout routines and both of their, um, eating habits. And they both follow, uh, similar, but different routines. And my point of that is that there's many different ways to skin a cat and there's many different ways to get results and you got to find what works best for you. But let's dive into some of the details with, with both their workouts. So number one, they both work out consistently five to six days a week. And those workouts change from day to day. However, the basis of both their workout routines, for the most part, are surrounded around or based around strength training, which plays off of my last episode talking about the benefits of strength training versus cardio. Now, both of their their training work uh, routines, um, at least according to their trainers, uh, do have a mix of strength and cardio. For example, Shakira's head trainer, uh, head personal trainer, um, is also, I guess, a dance instructor as well. And a bulk of their um, workouts are high intensity, 90 minute dance sessions. Uh, But what they also said is during those dance sessions, they mix in high intensity strength training with it. Uh, and then on other days where they're not doing dance routines, they're either doing hit routines or just straight up regular strength training. Uh, something that they're, uh, that, that Shakira's head, uh, personal trainer spoke about is adjusting the workout based off of what her schedule is and any good and professional, uh, personal training will personal trainer will do that. Uh, so for example, she said, if she, if Shakira has a long day of dance training, they'll do uh, about a 45 minute strength only routine so that she could be quote unquote fresh for her dance routine. And that's important to know, uh, for anybody, you know, I personally work with a couple of professional athletes and the first thing I ask all of them, and they probably get are getting annoyed at me because I ask them every single day I work with them. Uh, but it doesn't matter because I'm still going to ask them is how are you feeling and what's your schedule like? Because even though we have a plan going into the day, that plan is always written in pencil and not in pen because things happen in, in everybody's life. And a program should not be written in stone because the purpose of training in the gym is to better your performance outside of the gym. So if you're constantly just beating the crap out of out of the person or out of yourself, even though you have a high intensity day later on when you when you leave the gym or before the gym, if you if you're doing something else, you know, maybe it's not necessarily like what Shakira and JLo do and have, you know, hour and a half long uh, you know, dance routines or, um, you know, uh, uh, different, uh, training in terms of their, uh, for their, for different roles in movies and, and, and whatnot. Um, everyone's lives do consist of different things throughout the day and throughout the week. So if you know that you're going to be doing something that's going to be either very physical or very mentally draining, it is not a bad idea to back off and do a different type of uh, workout routine that day. But one thing that, that 
again, I want to um, bring home uh, about both of them is how consistent they are with their workouts and their training and how consistent it is that their training is based on strength training. Now, there's no denying that both of them have amazing results and great bodies, and they work really, really hard to to achieve those results. And, you know, it's easy, like I said earlier, it's easy to look at them and kind of make the excuse that, well, they do this for a living. They have the best resources, the best trainers. They have chefs to make them fresh food, whatnot. But if you look at both of their, their diets or their their nutritional habits is a better term that I like to use because they don't do diets and they're both very open with the fact that they do not follow a quote unquote diet. They do not uh, starve themselves and to, to achieve those, you know, lean bodies that they, that they both have. What they do is they, they both follow a very balanced diet and they both allow themselves you know, as they call it, or a lot of people call it cheat meals. Um, I personally don't like using the, the term cheat meal because I feel that, you know, that implies that you have to eat perfect all the time and then you're cheating on your, your diet when you don't. Um, but I'll save that for another show. Uh, what they do is they believe in uh, having protein-based meals with healthy carbs such as vegetables and they both talk about having a ton of a ton of good vegetables or just a ton of vegetables on their plate and healthy carbs such as quinoa all right j-lo talks about having in an, in an article that i read and i I've, i forgot which one i read so i read a whole bunch of these uh recently but in an article i read uh she talks about how her, her dinner a lot of times consists of a protein such as chicken or fish with quinoa and vegetables. Um, and I, I think something that everyone should take away from that is, is that there is no elimination, elimination diet, or they don't follow an elimination diet. They follow a balanced diet fill, you know, that is nutrient filled. Uh, something that JLo said, and whether it was her or one of her trainers said that she stays completely away from processed food. So she only eats nutrient-dense real food. And I think that's super important uh, to note because, again, it's not about cutting out carbs or um, being on some elimination starvation diet. It's about eating healthy and eating balanced and having a plan and following that plan. So to achieve results, you do not need to do some extreme crazy diet. Just look at these two women who are extremely fit, who are older, which makes it even harder to stay fit, um, following diets that anybody could follow. They're not going extreme. They're following balanced diets and staying within the plan. So I think that's something super important that that is a great takeaway from both of their routines. Uh, if you want to uh, look, I know at least on, on JLo's Instagram, I didn't, I haven't looked at Shakira's, but JLo's Instagram has a ton of, of workout videos. And if you look at a lot of them, they're based around low rep, heavy weight strength training. That's something I preach all the time. I preach it in, in my gym, uh, to, to our members and clients and private clients of mine, uh, that, that low rep, high weight, Strength training is the key to building lean muscle. 
you are not going to bulk up. And I talked about this last show. You will not bulk up by lifting heavier. You bulk up by lifting heavier, eating in a caloric surplus, and having the right hormonal balance with with testosterone and the rest of the hormones. So, again, it's about balance. Once again, this is another great example of having a balanced plan, a balanced nutrition program, and having a strength training program or a, or a workout program that's based around strength training while filling in the gaps with other types of workouts like a 20 to 30 minute hit workout or a 30 minute low intensity uh, steady state workout such as walking. I know Shakira does uh, swimming for 30 minutes on Sundays and you know depending on obviously how hard you go swimming is a great way to have a low intensity steady state workout that helps boost recovery without breaking down muscle even further. All right so uh, I, I think it's super important to learn from these two women and instead of looking at them and shaming them for having great bodies and showing them off to people or showing them off to the world. Because frankly, there's a lot of people who carry a lot of insecurities about themselves. Um, so they want to project that upon other people. Um, but instead of doing that, why don't we look at them and and put them on a pedestal? And know that they work really hard for their diets or for their bodies, that they stay focused on the things that need to get them there. Uh, JLo talks a lot about being a social person and going out to eat uh, oftentimes with friends and family and being social, which makes it, as we all know, a lot harder to eat healthy if you're eating out all the time. But she, even though she lives that lifestyle of, I mean, she's probably one of the richest people on this planet, especially being married to, to Alex Rodriguez. Both of their uh, incomes and their net worth combined is probably pretty ridiculous. I don't know what the number is, um, but she pretty much has her pick of whatever she wants to eat, to do, to go out. Um, but while going out, she really makes sure that she makes the right choices and doesn't give in to the temptation of just getting whatever she wants off the menu because it truly is a lifestyle for her. Not only does her reputation and her career, uh, you know, depend on, or at least part of it depends on how she looks. Okay. But her health and her mental health depends on it. She talks about how, um, and this is JLo now, she talks about how working out and working out hard and, and having high intensity workouts puts her in a better mood. And that's something that I think we all could agree with if you've ever been in a, in a workout uh, routine or if you're ever actually, um, you know, consistent with your workouts, you know that even if you're in a bad mood going into the workout, the, the dopamine release from working out will put you in a better mood and make you feel better. So um, doing that on a daily basis will have a huge positive impact on your mental health. Uh, something she... She and again, I'm talking about Jayla right now. Something she talked about um, when preparing for her last role, um, which I guess she had to do some pole dancing in that role, was significantly getting stronger and and increasing her strength. Uh, which I don't want to beat a dead horse, but is the basis around her great results. Both her and Shakira based around strength training, which gets them the great results. Because as I spoke about last time strength, or I should say muscle, 
is metabolically driven. It's metabol it's a metabolically active part of our body. So the more muscle we have, the more calories you're burning all day long. If you're burning calories all day long and your body's in that, that higher state of performance in, in that sense, you will be leaner and you will have that toned athletic look. Now, there's there's no denying that both of them, you know, work extremely hard and there's no denying that both of them look great and the results are great. Um, but I think something that we, we all need to look at is the fact that they are super consistent with this day in and day out, every week, every month, every year. And this consistency is what led to both of them having amazing bodies at the age that they're at. Again, not saying 43 and 50 are old. They're not old by any means whatsoever. But what they are are ages that make it a lot harder to get results and sustain results. So there's, there's, again, there's two ways to look at it. You can look at it and be like, well, you know, they're both really rich. They both have trainers around them all day long. They both have professional, personal chefs that cook their meals for them. But that doesn't mean that it's easy to obtain and, and keep the results that they have, right? They probably have actually a harder time because they're probably surrounded by more temptation than any of us really are. You know, they are not working a nine to five job where you could just bring whatever lunch you want to eat with you every day, right? They're constantly traveling and doing photo shoots and doing press conference and, and all that crazy stuff that comes along with being a, a celebrity, especially the level of celebrity that, that both of them are at. So to, to sum up some of the key points about, you know, what they're doing to create the results. And I say create the results because they are truly creating their own results. They're truly working hard for it. Um, but some of those key points that, that are pretty much consistent across the board for anybody who wants to get those results are number one, work out consistently. Both of them work out five to six days a week. Number two, have strength as your basis behind your workouts. Both of them do strength training consistently every week. And that is the basis of their workouts. And then they fill in the rest of it with their cardio, their dance, their, um, you know, power yoga. Uh, they, they fill in the gaps with it, but without the strength training, they cannot, um, achieve those, those same results. Uh, another key takeaway is to make sure that, that you're eating a healthy nutrient based diet in moderation and allowing yourself to enjoy the little things in life, um, such as having a quote cheat meal every now and then, um, because it is important to keep that, that sanity around what you're eating and not becoming so obsessive over eating perfectly, um, that you lose the, the joy of eating and the joy of being, um, just a part of this world that we're in, you know, especially if you're listening to the show, you're probably one of the lucky ones on this planet because there are a lot of people who don't even have that opportunity, um, to even have a phone or listen to a podcast. So they're, they're definitely don't have the opportunity to, um, work out consistently and have the freedom to eat, you know, healthy. You got to think of it as a, as a freedom to choose what you're eating and to build that good relationship with food and, and with nutrition. So, you know, it, it really, 
when I was watching the, the, the halftime show and watching these two women on stage, um, you know, not only perform uh, at a extremely high level in front of millions of people, but to have the confidence to show off their their basically rocking bodies because of, you know, all their hard work and dedication and consistency put into um, working out and put into uh, being healthy and feeling good. I think what we should do is we need to praise what their their efforts are and not try to put them down because they were wearing skimpier clothes on stage and showing off their abs and, you know, showing off their toned legs and, um, you know, their, their ripped arms and, and muscular. Um, but you know, like that shouldn't be our focus is, is making, making that a negative thing. I think if, if we look at this, as a society and start looking at it as a positive thing and lifting these, these type of, um, role models up and making them role models for the younger generation. And instead of saying, you know, I, I'm look, I I'm all for, I am all for being happy with your body and being in love with yourself and understanding that not everyone, that you're not going to be perfect. All right. That we all have areas we got to work on that. It's okay to be a little bit heavier or a little bit leaner um, than the quote unquote perfect body. But what I think we got to do and what we need to start doing more of is praising hard work and praising good habits and dedication and consistency as opposed to just giving a pass because somebody doesn't want to put the work in and making excuses because somebody doesn't want to put the work in and saying it's okay to be overweight or it's okay um, to look down upon some of these people because they don't um, but or look down upon some of these famous people for looking good because we don't have the same opportunity as they do, which is, uh, in my opinion, a bunch of bullshit. If you wake up in the morning, if you, you know, if you have an opportunity to make the most out of every day, you have the opportunity to achieve the results. You just may need to make that mind sh- mindset shift and that, that paradigm shift of this is a an, an opportunity and a blessing that I, I, I could actually change my life and change my body and, and exercise and move every day because there's a lot of people who don't have that opportunity. Uh, so uh, even though I think probably a lot of my audience wanted to hear me talk about the actual football game or the athletes that are on the field playing the game. I I think it was uh, very important to point out um, what was going on at the halftime show. And these two women who, um, you know, who probably have much busier lives than a lot of us do find a way to eat right, work out consistently and basically make their bodies the way they want them to look. I mean, it's not just about how they look, but it's about being healthy. It's about being being productive. It's about you know being a high achiever. And in my opinion, all of that starts with our relationship with our body and our workouts and the way we we look and feel. Because if if you don't feel good, if you don't you know if you don't have confidence when you look at yourself. Or if you don't have confidence from within, it is very difficult to be a high achiever and a high performer in anything else in your life. 
All right. It's got to start with your health. Your health is your number one asset. Your health is your wealth. And if you can't um, put that as a priority in your life, then everything else is going to be slacking and, and, and lacking behind. So I hope uh, you guys had an opportunity to watch the game. And I, and I hope if you looked at these two women at halftime and had negative thoughts about them and thought they were, sh- you know, or, or slut shaming them as some people are putting it now and, and whatnot. I hope this helps you change your mindset a little bit, because for me, I looked at them and instead of, instead of being jealous of how they looked or instead of seeing how, um, you know, they, they could negatively impact, you know, somebody or, 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 or whatever. Um, I looked at them and, in a sense of, idolization because I know how much work they both put in to get to that, that point. And it takes work. It takes hard work. It takes dedication. It takes consistency, but I can guarantee you that anybody could achieve the results that they want to achieve. If they have all those pieces of the puzzle put in place. So that's it guys. I appreciate you listening uh, today. Uh, Please if you like if you like this show, please share it with your friends. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please give me a five star review. Um, I'd greatly, greatly appreciate that. Just, you know, my mission is to get as much information out to as many people as possible. You know, I do not obviously get paid for this podcast. I don't have sponsors. Um, this is literally just me um, trying to educate as many people as I can about something I'm very passionate about. So, uh, if you can, please leave me a five star review on iTunes. Uh, if you have any questions, you could reach out to me on Instagram. You could DM me. Uh, my Instagram name or handle is at Mike underscore Ercolano. So thanks, guys. That is it for me. And I will talk to you next week.